Hello and welcome to the Eye on the U podcast, Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson. I'm joined, as always, on the other line by Susan Millick-Degnan, our Hurricanes beat writer here at the Herald. Susan, how's it going? Uh, going great. Everything, Everything's good. Uh, fall camp's over. Yes. And, yeah, I think we can uh, officially say that, right? It's um, obviously a couple, uh, actually, when this goes up, it'll be only a little bit more than a week until... The season starts. College football mm-hmm. season starts this weekend, which is um, exciting, even though the slate's not super impressive. Um, I guess the one thing we got is uh, Notre Dame and Navy and Ireland. That should be kind of fun. But um, yep. yeah, uh, fall camp's pretty much over. Uh, as they say, it is over. Uh, position battles have been decided. They know their depth chart, essentially, going into the year. Competitions are over. Um, and a week from now, we will be seeing Miami play Miami uh, basically on, on opening night of the season. Um, we're going to do a little quickie episode this week. Both of us have uh, um, had some stuff come up and just tried to try to squeeze in a little episode. Um, we'll obviously come back next week with like a more extensive preview. This will go up the morning of or next episode will go up the morning of the first game of the season. So we've got time to do our more extensive season preview and, and look ahead to week one specifically. Um so this is kind of our last chance to kind of like do an overview, I think, of the the whole roster before we maybe dive into more specific topics next week. Um, you've been, you know, had, had a couple good stories this week, including a big profile on Tyler Van Dyke. Um, so to kind of survey the roster, I think what we'll do is, as, my, as Mario Cristobal said on Monday, they know their depth chart. We don't know it, although I think we know a lot of it. Um, yeah. So we're going to go through and, and try to kind of predict the, the lineup for, game one and and as we go through position by position we'll maybe talk a little bit about the the further depth chart and how things could change throughout the year um we'll start with the offense which i think is pretty easy we were talking just before we started recording like trying to piece through what topics are going to be longer than others and the offense was like that pretty much no brainers across the board um starting with the quarterback um tyler van dyke is obvious um susan what what, uh, like i said you had a big story on him uh, that went up over the weekend uh, to as part of our big season preview package at the Herald. Um, what 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 stood out most to you from from working on that story um, about what Tyler is did to to try to get back to that level he was uh, two years well, ago? I don't I I did not know I don't know if anybody knew uh, until he told me that he that this summer um, I think some of the weight staff guys took him to a jujitsu. <laughs> um place studio whatever in i think it was aventura area and where they taught him martial arts they taught him not not the martial art per se but i guess how they how you fall um and you know ways that you can protect your body when you know you're going down um he said ways that you can protect your neck and your shoulder and and whatever and he said they worked on that for a few times. Uh, they came or they came back. They came to campus, I think, sometimes. Uh, and he practiced it. I don't know if now he has time to do that. Uh, yeah, but during he, the season, it's tougher, right? They're not tackling him in, in practice, but he's going to have to right. put it to work, right? That's It's kind of funny that that's a big takeaway from your story. I don't want to step on our Dolphins coverage, but I think Daniel Oyafusi, our Dolphins writer, his story will go up, I think the same day that this podcast goes up, um, which uh-huh. is about Tua and and what Tua did. Um, a lot of, you know, I don't know if he went to jujitsu or whatever, but he was trying to teach himself how to like 
you know, obviously his issue last year was injuries, more serious injuries, right? Concussions. But um, a lot of his offseason was also built around trying to make sure he doesn't um, get injured like he did last year. It's We've got kind yeah. of parallel stories going on with the two quarterbacks and the two. Yeah, two, for two, sure. You know. It always seems that way with the with the Dolphins in Miami. There's always parallel yeah, there stories. Are. But I but also, um, you know, I my one comment about that is uh, that. I just don't see how you you can learn that, you know, and, and but unless you do that kind of thing all the time, all the time, right. all the time that, you know, in a football game, when you're hit a lot of times, like if you're hit on the blind side, you don't even see the guy coming. Right. I don't I don't understand how you can really in your head. It's a split second. Boom. You get smashed. Right. Or you get I, I to me. I think it's great they did that and maybe it will help but I I I have my doubts as far as you know like okay I'm about to fall I have time to do this way or do that way I just don't think you have that much time but I I don't actually know what they taught him Yeah I, I think uh, it's probably it has to be more about building habits I think right like uh, Yes and 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 the other thing that was stood out to me um was the sports psychologist which he has said before mm-hmm. but how much he needs that and how am I, and I think that's great. I, I think a lot of athletes right. talk to sports psychologists and how much it's helped his mind um, from being in a stress state. I would think a lot of the times and worrying and, you know, thinking about the worst that could happen and the fear factor, as I call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, uh, you know, of course, Shannon Dawson, you know, when I asked him, said you know on media day he said well you know that that they've had they have to practice getting rid of the ball sooner that's kind of basic yeah and we talked a lot about that last season too right about tyler you just got to get rid of the ball faster and it's you know bad things won't happen as much i pretty much pretty much that's the stuff other than some really interesting things from his mom and stuff it's 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 an interesting story so um yeah. 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 Be sure to check that out. Obviously. Um, I think the other thing, I think we talked about it on this show. Um, the first time we talked to him, he just looks like he's in better shape too, like a little slimmer. Um, yeah. I thought in the scrimmage, it looked like he was moving a little better. So, um, yes. that all he goes into it, that. right. Is yeah, like, he worked on that too. His footwork he worked on. Yeah. He like hopefully he's just not going to get hit as much because he's quick. Yes. Like you said, whether it's getting the ball out faster or a little bit more mobility in the pocket. He's pretty statuesque exactly. for, for the, the last pocket. two years. Yeah. 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 In, in the pocket. He worked on yeah, it's still not his gonna be footwork a in the not Michael Vick all of a sudden, but it's, it's to, the Tom Brady thing, right? Like no one would ever say Tom Brady was a great right. runner, but he's the best ever at moving around in the pocket. And um not saying Tyler's <laughs> going to be that, but if he can get improve that, it goes a long way. Yep. So that, that, Tyler is the is the no brainer for starting. Yeah, no I, I think most of the offenses. Um, number go to running back. It look, I, I assume it's going to be Henry Parrish. We didn't see him much in the scrimmage. I think that's by design. I think they know what they have with him. I think they are comfortable with him as the go to guy. Yep. But as we said, I think last week when we talked about the scrimmage, like five guys are going to probably get significant touches at some point. You know, they're not all in every single game all going to get touches, but. They've got a lot of guys who are who who can help this team, but I think Parrish is going to be the guy to start the year at least. Yeah, Parrish will start uh, for sure. And then the the other no brainer, the one that's really a no brainer, other than Tyler, is uh, the offensive line, which yeah. is 
really interesting. Yeah, uh, you, when's the last time you can remember just knowing who the five starting offensive linemen were yeah, going to be? From knowing. Yeah. I mean, and they, the only wild card in there was Zion, and obviously that's still not happening. So once that became clear, oh, no. it was the same five from from the spring, right? It's been the same, I think, yeah. since – I don't know day remember exactly when Francis – yeah, I don't remember exactly when Francis would have uh, like technically ascended, but right. since that happened, um, everyone else has been locked into those spots since day one of spring. Yeah, and they love, you know, we got it left tackle Jalen Rivers, who, you know, I if 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 he stays healthy, knock on wood, let's hope all of them stay healthy. That is so big, David, to this year's success for UM. But Jalen Rivers is is has been great at left tackle. Uh you left guard Javion Cohn, the Alabama transfer, uh, the center Matt Lee, the UCF transfer, and I mean Matt Lee, and then the right guard Inez Cooper, who's a sophomore, yes, yeah. um, who's God, he's so big. Yeah, we, we we talked to him the other day, and then right tackle Francis Malgoa, um, the true freshman, and I, I really, if. Again, let's hope they're all healthy. And in that case, probably Jalen Rivers, um, Matt Lee, and Javion Cohn all go to the NFL after this year. Of course, you never know what's going to happen, but that's what it seems like. Mm-hmm. So, but for this year, you know, this year's the year, man. This is the year for them, for yeah. the offensive line. I think we might feel good about this offensive line, like in perpetuity, as long as Mario Cristobal is there. Like Samson Oak and Lola, obviously, I don't expect him to play a lot this year, but. But yeah. I think, yeah, I, you know what we thought last year and everybody got in. That's true. I mean, so I, you never know. Yeah. So like, you I, know, he theoretically steps into a tackle spot next year. Like yep. they recruited, they they recruited that position. Well, they're going to recruit that position. Well, they're going to do well in the portal. Um, So they've got to keep, keep doing it. And Mario is that in the D line, but, yeah. um, and then who are we missing? Tight end, right? Oh, yeah. Tight end and wide receiver. Um, We'll do tight end real quick. Cause we can, breeze through it i mean i still think elijah royo the moment he is healthy is the guy there but i agree i um, agree we just haven't seen man, who we haven't, we haven't seen see. practice at all this week so maybe he's back but as far as we know he's he's not and that in that case it looks like cam mccormick probably will start um he started the scrimmage um but Jaleel skinner also in the mix and they're Jaleel two Skinner's very different other. tight ends i think right mccormick's yep. a little bit more of the traditional blocker blocker and then yeah. Jaleel is passing downs he's gonna you know he's he's a wide receiver essentially a giant wide receiver yeah yeah for sure i agree with everything there i think that's a question mark uh more of a question mark because just of injury elijah. Yeah. But yeah injury stuff and elijah and yeah yeah exactly and then we have the uh the wideouts so we have the receivers and that's the xavier restrepo is a no-brainer right in slot and Colby Young is a no-brainer. The On six the outside, five, yep, yep, two fifteen pound outside, really good. He's been for yeah, he's been very, very good. Now we again, we don't see them that much at all. Like basically, not at all. We've seen a few sessions of stretching, and we haven't in the last week or two. Um, but uh, Colby Young has been very good this this uh, fall. Yeah, we said last week he made, I think, the single best play of the scrimmage. Um, And he was really, as I've said a lot, like he was really, really good when he played with Tyler last year. He fell off after he got hurt, but um, when Tyler was out there, he's awesome. Like he was awesome. Like we were, like we were all of a sudden, we were like, is this guy an NFL draft prospect? I don't think he was eligible last year, but like, 
you know, yeah, that, I, that I size, think, that production, like he has definitely. a chance to have a really good year, I think. Yep, I agree. And then the other one, Jacoby George, who uh, was really good in the spring and he kept it up. We were all wondering. He, I think he kept it up again, you know, just what we said, but uh, apparently he's he has a nice connection. We saw that on the second scrimmage at Hard Rock with Tyler and um, he's good. Uh, I think those will be the three guys that start. And then I think they're going to have uh, Tyler Harrell. Um, yeah. Harrell's probably which, the other guy who could maybe. I don't think he's going to Potentially work his right way now. in there. His speed dimension is obviously right. um, unique. Um, I, I like a lot of the freshmen, but yeah, I agree with you. Those three that we, ta- that we, we mentioned, those are, those seem like the clear top three right now. Obviously stuff. And I, think, I think, I think right also. Now. I think they also could run like Xavier and Brashard Smith or Xavier and Ray. Yeah, I mean, they'll play four wide receivers sometimes, right? And you could get, yeah, that gets Brashard in there as a second slot guy or Ray Ray, obviously. Yeah, and I think they will. I, yeah, I think those guys will. Especially when Arroyo's out, they, they might go four wide a lot if they, I mean, I, they, they seem to trust McCormick a lot, but, um, you know, if they, they think yeah. that they have better personnel and different groupings and you know, maybe even two running backs sometimes, right? We like a lot of their running backs, like yes. AJ Allen. We didn't mention um, probably, Mark you know, could be the backup Mark Fletcher, Chris Johnson. Yeah. I don't know if he's been back yet, but nah, he um, just, uh, Mario said this week, I think on Monday, yeah, Monday, he said that Chris Johnson returned, yeah, but so, I don't know. I mean, he's a, he's a, weapon. Yeah. He's, a sim- he's a Brashard Smith yeah. style weapon. I think he's small. Like he's very he's noticeably small right now. Um, so I don't know if we'll see him a ton this year, but um, he gives you that same where you can put him in the slot and run end arounds and stuff to him. You know, he's one of the fastest yeah. freshmen in the country. So yeah, um, or he they could play him four games in redshirt. But again, it, it all has to do with the uh, with the injury situation. Yeah, so back specifically, yeah. So they, yeah, that's your offense, and I think the offense has been really good, like really good. So, um, wow, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> it wasn't that anyway. long ago. I mean, even I mean, even some of those games that Tyler played, they didn't score a like you know the North Carolina game, the the Virginia Tech game. Um, they didn't score a lot, but they moved the ball well in those games, and they were, they were a really bad red zone team last year. So I, I think the offense, if Tyler stays healthy, is, you know, I, I think like some they, they had some weird stuff last year that they probably were better than, like, their scoring numbers indicated, even when Tyler was out there. I think that I agree, and I think that the offensive line is going to uh, make a big difference in the red zone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, and the they, they felt like they could have situation. The yeah, yeah. I do. I think and that's Parrish, I like Parrish, but he's he's small. I mean, he's not a bad like he's a kind of complete running back. Like he runs between the tackles and stuff. But if Fletcher is as good as we think he can be, um, Don Chaney gives them. A, you know, he's yep. probably a better power runner than um, Parrish. They didn't have him pretty much at all last year, so they've got a few more dimensions on that offense. And then, I mean. Yeah, they like when Tyler was out was not out there. The red zone offense was really bad. Like, I mean, think of the Virginia game, right? Like, they kicked four field goals. Um, God. If Tyler's out there to throw a couple of jump balls to Colby Young, maybe the game's different. Um, you know, and Jakari's a, a weapon too. You know, I, I think maybe we've forgotten about it a little bit because he ended up starting games at, at, for the second half of the year. But 
remember they were using him as a uh, short yardage weapon early in the season. We like that was a cool little wrinkle they had. Um, and, and he was then, great. And he was really good at it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously that they didn't didn't have that change up to throw once he's the every down guy. So um, it'll be interesting to see if they, you know, they there's some red, you know, you maybe have to do some red shirt math. If Tyler's going to stay healthy, you, you burned a red shirt last year with him where you probably ideally. Oh, well, I guess they, they were going to burn it anyway, because it seemed like they were going to do that short yardage stuff all year. But um, it'll be interesting to see if they go back to that with a new offensive coordinator and with knowing that, you know, Jakari is the backup quarterback and Tyler has injury problems like um, the, the mat, the calculus could be a little bit different. Yeah. And they want to, they want to get Jakari on the field. Right. So that, that's the other part. We're like, that's a, that's at least a good excuse to him. Let him play six snaps a game or something. He's got to get, he's got to play because yeah, you don't want him. Yeah. You, he's got to play. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. So there, there you have the, uh, the offense. And I'm really, I'm really psyched to see them. Uh, I don't know about Miami of Ohio, what kind of competition that's going to be. We'll, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. I don't think too good. Let's switch gears to the defense now. Um, Start up front, I guess. Um, I think we both agree. The tackles seem pretty set. Leonard Taylor, um, Branson Dean. Yep. Um, they've got a couple other guys who are, are going to play it. Like, yep. you know, uh, I, I still love Jared Harrison Hunt as a like a prospect. Um, yep. So they've got some guys who are going to get in there sometimes. But uh, I think those are the two. Dean gives them a little bit more of a, you know, a nose tackle-ish type guy. Uh, not that he's huge, but he like gives them some of that. And then Leonard Taylor, he's just too too talented to keep off the field. Right. Branson and Branson is really smart. So, um, yeah, I think that those are the no brainers. The defensive ends are not the no brainers yet. I mean, there's, we we know that, and the reason is not because they have a lack of them, but because they, they have a lot of them. Yeah. And um, I think Akeem Mesador, who I wish I had the stats in front of me, but he had a ton of tackles for loss, sacks last year. He was a very, he was a very, very talented guy. Um, I think if he's healthy, but the thing is, David, he hasn't uh, – he, in the last few availabilities that we've seen, he has not been practicing. Um, now, Mario Cristobal said he returned on Monday, but we – it's not that I don't believe Mario, but we haven't seen him, you know, work out. I don't right. know how much he worked out. I don't know. He's had foot problems in the past. Yeah, last he missed year. a lot of time last year. Missed like the second half of the year pretty much, right? No, um, I think. Uh, the last uh, last month he, or something like that. Um, he missed, yeah, a few games. I he didn't, he didn't, yeah, he had some injury problems. And I, I'm not sure what it was this time. Mario kind of did not go into that, did not want to talk about that, but said they were just holding him out for precautionary purposes and kind of he was fine. I don't know if that's really true. I mean, as far as pain level and stuff, I don't know what's going through him, uh, the the player. But if he were totally healthy, I think he would start um, uh, opposite 
maybe Nigel Lee Kelly. The what year is Nigel Lee? A sophomore, junior? Sophomore, yeah, sophomore. Sophomore. And I, I think uh, Nigel Lee also is another super talented guy. I, I, and but if Akeem, they're not as secure about him playing as many snaps. I think they'll definitely start Ruben Bain. Interesting. I mean, you you think over. Even like Jafar. So the other guys in yes. the to be Jafar yeah, um, and probably Chance Williams, I guess, is the other guy who's probably going to play quite a bit, I think, uh, at I, that position. But if it's not Nigel Leak and Akeem, my guess it's Nigel Leak and Ruben. I think Ruben has been absolutely like incredible. He's done everything they've asked, right? Like, and they've asked, like what, and what more, what more could he do? Yeah, exactly. And Mario is, says it right out. You know, so I don't, I don't even, yeah, I don't, I don't, I think he'll start over Jafara. Yeah. So we'll see. I will see if Akeem is better. That's, that's one we'll look at, but I can tell you for sure that they're going to rotate. They're definitely going to rotate um, on the defensive line and they should, because all of UM's great defensive lines rotated in the past, back in the day, yeah. they rotated a lot to keep them fresh, you know, and to keep the other guys kind of off balance a little. Yeah, they just need to find the one. It was kind of the one thing missing. It felt like the last couple of years is is they haven't had like that one, um, the one guy who's like a a double digit sack guy, which right you you kind of need if you're going to be like really good. You need that yeah. one, you know, whether it's Greg Rousseau or you know even like Chad Thomas before him or yeah, they, they had a really good you know Jalen Phillips obviously like they. They had a good run, and then the last couple of years, Jafari never quite developed into that guy, at least not yet, which yeah. I think the guy who they thought was going to be next in line. Um, linebacker, uh, Francisco Mangoa seems like a lock. I think Wesley the Saint is a lock, but it's interesting. K.J. Cloyd has, seems to – he started the scrimmage. Um, Louisville transfer played for linebackers coach Derek Nicholson at Louisville. Um, you think there's a, a shot he, he starts, right? Yes, I'm not sure, but I I think there's a shot. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I I mean I think it's between KJ Cloyd. Um, I guess KJ Cloyd, but Wesley is so good, you know. Um, yeah. And and Francisco Akiko, Marigola. Uh, yeah, I definitely think those are the those are kind of the three. Well, and Cor- you know, Corey, Corey Flag too, but yeah. I think he and Kiko no. are probably like the two like middle guys. Right? Yeah, they're so the middle guys. Yeah, but no matter what we say about Corey Flag, every year he comes through. Yeah, they like yeah. him. He's he's really smart. Like coaches love him because yeah. he is a good like quarterback him. of the defense and all that kind of stuff that um, doesn't necessarily him. show up in this. That doesn't necessarily show up in the stat sheet. And um, yeah, so okay. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's always a high high volume tackle guy. So. Um, right. Yeah, I still, I, it's hard for me to imagine that Wesley was saying, given everything we saw last year, um, the like, in, again, his intangible stuff, like high IQ, um, good attitude, all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they, they clearly like KJ Cloyd a lot, but like, if, imagine in December of last year saying Wesley was saying wasn't going to start. Like, he seemed like such an obvious cornerstone for this team going forward. True. I don't, maybe he will start. Yeah, that's what I'm not. I'm just not positive about. Mm-hmm. That's all. So um, safeties, I think, is easy. Um, Cam yeah. Kenshin's obviously, and, and James Williams. Even though Marquise Williams started the scrimmage, um, 
No, he's not going to start. I don't. Yeah, it's, it's James Williams. Like oh. that. That was I think about testing testing things out, right? Or, or maybe maybe some minor injury. You know, maybe he missed a practice or whatever in the week because of an injury, and they just like let the other guys start. But yeah, those those are the two starting safeties. Like that might be the best safety tandem in the country. Um, I don't think we need to say a lot more about them. Yep. Um. Yeah. So last up is corner, and that is. Of all the positions we've talked about, maybe the the most uncertain. Um, again, yeah, most not necessarily because they don't have guys, but um, they just don't have like three obvious guys. Well, like, I, remember I think they lost both their starters yeah, to NFL. Starters. So um, DJ yeah. Ivy and Tyreek Stevenson, NFL. Yeah. So and that's. I think Devonte Brown is clearly going to start. Um, he's got he the size. He was good at UCF. He is been in that starting job since he smart. stepped on campus um so you got one and there. super smart and yep, then there's the, one the rest of the like i i feel like you could see any combination basically of of Jaden davis to Corey couch um jadis richard uh daryl porter damari brown maybe um yeah yeah, I, I think I think it'll be Devontae and either maybe that'll that'll be the position that obviously barring injuries that'll be the position where we see the most different guys I think start at various points in the season because I I think that competition is going to be ongoing throughout the year. Um, you know, cornerback yeah, so, yeah. the kind of thing you get really tested in a game in a way you don't in practice. Yeah, I think it, like the nickel star, whatever it's called, yeah. uh, either to Corey Couch, maybe Jaden Davis. Uh, and then you got Daryl Porter also who could be on the outside or whatever boundary. Yeah, to Corey that yeah. you play on the outside sometimes too. Um, yeah. You could, it, it, and Damari, obviously. We could see the Brown brothers. Like, the Brown brothers, they'll start a game together at some point, I would guess. Like, I think so. Damari's yeah. really good. Who knows? Maybe he'll start. I don't know. He's really good. Very smart again. And But mm-hmm. uh, I don't think – no, I, I think – he is good, and I think he will start. But I don't. The first game. Make your well, give me your prediction, and I'll give. You, I'll I'll make one too. Even though I don't think either of us feel good about it. Oh, I think it's going to be. Hmm. Well, three. I think it's going to be Devonte Brown, hmm. Daryl Porter, and are there going to be three of them? Devonte, yeah. Daryl Porter, and. <laughs> I've got to pick Jaden or DeCorey. Um, maybe Jaden Davis. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd say the same three. Um, but again, like I wouldn't be surprised if it's DeCorey over Jaden Davis. I wouldn't be surprised if it's DeCorey over uh, Daryl Porter. They, they've used him on the outside right. sometimes. Um, yeah, they're cross-training think, them a lot. I think I, I, think I got your three. Uh, Jadis Richard, who has been impressive, um, I think – him on the bench makes sense because they really like his versatility and given how thin they are at safety. Um, I think the idea of having him basically be a, a backup corner and backup safety um, is going to be a little bit more valuable to them considering how much I think they're going to rotate corners anyway, than just having him be like, you're starting cornerback. You're going to play X number of snaps a game. I think giving him the flexibility to, to play a couple different roles is, is his real value to this team right now. Yep. I I mean I yeah, I agree. And he's 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 newer, so yeah. Cool. Um that covers it all. So um quickie episode to this week, like we said. Um 
But be sure to check out MiamiHerald.com. Lots of coverage as we head into the first week of the season. Um, opening mm-hmm. night is just a week away. Um, college football, as we said, gets started this weekend. So uh, the season is officially here. Uh, so be sure to follow Susan on Twitter. That is S- at SMillerDegnan. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, too, at DBWilson2. Um, and we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>